Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. From what I hate, I can't refrain. My nature is so perfect. Which makes my duty so unclean that when I count up all the thoughts without every grace, I know I want. Well, welcome everyone. You join us for the evening service of Find the House Fellowship. And you got in on the tail end of I Am a Stranger here below. I forgot to hit the record button. So, anyway, hopefully. Uh, we're coming through loud and clear, and we have a new mic we're trying out tonight, so we'll see how that works. <clears throat> you hear a little motor in the background with our air conditioner going. It got very warm today, probably up to about 95 degrees here in uh, Weatherby. I mean, Pineville. Okay, the next uh, one is Psalm 96C, taken out of Psalter, page 46. Um, I can see. Mark, you want to start that? Let's give the Lord to praise your name, you show your honor on your faithfulness, O God. The tears drain the sweet and smooth and rippling are your praise inspired. Your deeds will make me glad of joy in what you've done. How great your building, Lord, and eat your thoughts, each one. Who's wildly shown? The stupid can accept this truth to you, my God. Oh, sinners, pro-like weeds, they'll do they're doomed to be destroyed before it's all finished. Lord, you're close, strong. See how your bones may be one in our shadow. You raise my God, my hope, or fresh soil on my head. You made me see this size and hear what Father said. Like driving home, the righteous grows like seniors all on land. Those planted by the Lord shall in God's courts be seen. When all this way through the shall and loud proclaim, how upright is the Lord, my love, in him. Well, I want to <coughs> welcome guest two to this blindness. And just so you know, guest two, we are kind of just doing an uh, impromptu service tonight because we have been having some technical problems with our system. We've got a new mic, so I hope that you can hear me okay. Um, we've got a mic that hopefully will help alleviate some of these issues. And uh, we have sent out an announcement to everybody. We're going to be doing 
uh, doing this pretty much every Saturday night. It's going to be available for our fellowship service. Um, the, the, the last hymn we're going to sing before we uh, go to the next part of our service is 306 in the old school hymnal. 306. Um, 
internal mic on my phone again. Is that better? Okay, good. Now I'm going to take my internal mic out and I want you to tell me if the mic on the phone is better than this mic. Now, is that any better or is that about the same? Is that better than it was before I took the mic out three, guess three? Same, okay. All right, well, sometimes it just snaps which, which direction to go with these. Okay, Mark, you can continue to read. Try to read loudly again. I 
I've sent out the uh, talk show announcement to everyone. We kind of did an impromptu. We're going to be trying to do this every Saturday night. We've had a lot of technical issues up here. I did go to Radio Shack today, and I found that I can get a booster with an external antenna to bring inside my building that will boost it about about three times. So I'm looking at that. It's, Are you, you talking know, about your telephone? Yeah, yeah, for my it's server. Called, it's, it's called a microcell, and you can ask your your your, your company, if you have AT&T or who, whoever your phone company is, ask them for a microcell because you live in a remote area. Already done that, and they're not going to do that. Well, so. I got them to they – they tried to charge two hundred, and then they said, "Well, we'll charge you a hundred." I said, "Yeah, charge me a hundred, but take it off the bill." In other words, I pay zero. And they said, "Oh, yeah, we can do that." <laughs> well, anyway, I I don't want to get off. We're right in the middle here of the service, but uh, we can talk about this later. Um, but anyway, I may have to go ahead and invest in one myself. If I do, um, I do whatever we have to do. Anyway, we're in the Second Corinthians, the seventh chapter, and we've had Mark read uh, verses one down through ten. And Paul is talking here about the relationship between the brethren. And I was likening the New Testament church to uh, what I believe the church is today. In other words, very close to being a metaphor of the New Testament church because we know that the New Testament church was persecuted uh, unmercifully. And they they never knew when they would get a knock on the door and someone would take them into custody and they would be beaten or put in prison or whatever. I believe the day is coming in this country. I believe the day is coming in this country uh, where we will... If we are not going to be a part of the ecumenical world church, we might we might not get a knock on, but I believe that we're going to be electronically um, surveyed. We're going to have surveillance on us. I believe that we're going to probably be knocked out electronically. They have ways of silencing those that don't go along with their system. And so, what are your thoughts about that, Chris? Well, yeah, I see that fomenting. But as far as I agree, they they're not going to come to the doors until they until they get the guns. And I, I think history has taught people as dumb as they are, the ones that have guns will never give them up. So that'll be a deterrent. But but you're right; they can they can shut off your. Uh, don't get a smart meter, for example. That's the key to them clo- shutting off your energy. Keep your keep your analog uh, electronic meter, and you will be able to maintain uh, power. They can't. They and can't I, and I was commenting. I was commenting to Rosette earlier. <clears throat> Rosette and Mark earlier that I mean, when you know, God predicted all this, so. He's the one that can restrain evil, and he's the one that also can remove his hand, allow those to uh, come against us whenever that time is. But I think the key is that we we should not be apathetic in realizing where we're at right now. One of the things that Walt has said many times that I totally agree with is that we we really don't know how far down the road we've gone. Until we start doing some research and finding out exactly, you know, um, and we talked about this before, Chris, how the international banking community and how that uh, so many people are pulling the strings uh, of the underlings, and you really don't know what the echelon is because they always have their useful idiots at the front, right? Oh, absolutely. You got to even watch. You know they say, "Oh, get, you know, in these last days, you should get with your neighbors and establish community and everything." Well, I wouldn't say much to my neighbors, 
and thankfully there are, I have few neighbors around me. Uh, I don't think it's a good idea, really, because uh, people that are not in Christ, now if you can get a group and a, a close uh, Christian uh, neighbors, but that's a double shot, you know, God allows you that, then fine. But you might end up being uh, somewhat uh, isolated in your endeavor. And right now, you know, we really don't have a clue of what real persecution is. I mean, when we look at the third world countries like China, um, I remember a few years ago I read a report of whenever Billy Graham National Church in China, the true underground Christian church suffered terribly while he was over there. Uh, and so he brought about more suffering by him endorsing the state church. And I, I think that's a good indicator of what will happen here. If you don't go along with, you know, the free Armenian Roman Catholic um, Judeo-Christian, which is an oxymoron in terms, that whole philosophy, then you're considered politically incorrect. Am I not right? Well, yeah, but I don't think they're even aware of us. I don't. Have you ever spoken with people that are Arminian and you try and tell them about free grace? They virtually don't know. They'll, they'll shun you, but they really, it's, it's pretty new to them. I don't think people really are aware of uh, uh, what what the standard of salvation was uh, 150 years going all the way back to Christ. Well, I'm not on Facebook, and I get all these uh, people wanting me to be their friends. And it's a friend on Facebook, a friend in Christ. <laughs> a friend on Facebook is someone that just links to you and asks you to be your friend. You don't know anything about them. But what's so interesting is I've got over 2,000 on Facebook, and it's amazing how many of them, after they find out what it is they truly believe, I never hear again from them. <laughs> well, yeah, that's so typical. You know, I, I myself never, never... Uh, I joined up on Facebook. That's Zuckerberg's invention, and he's made a billion dollars or more out of this. Uh, I I just don't, you know. I just leave it to the Lord, and the Lord brought me this group, so that I'm well with this group because this group has the truth. So it's it's really pretty easy. Yeah, God God works. In mysterious ways, his wonders to perform. He works in a lot of different ways. I know I have a channel on YouTube, and I haven't, I haven't posted anything on YouTube for probably over a year. Uh, there was one time when I think at one time I had, um, you know, several thousand um, downloads from YouTube, and. They're still downloading it every once in a while. My channel's still up there. It's all old, but um, I think social media, for the most part, is a an outlet for people who are looking for communication with people. You know, our society has become so... You know, you go into a restaurant around a table... And they're all on their smartphones, and none of them are talking to each other. You know? <laughs> they should see themselves as a group. You know? Yeah. Why even bother being with, being, being physically in the presence of anyone? Yeah. When it, it's at, rather insulting. If I had a family and children, tell you what, when we get together to eat, it wouldn't be with TV trays. That was the that was the beginning of the isolation back when we were kids. But but in our day, it's the cell phone. Or it's the it's the smartphone, and they're all on it. At the if they even if they have to eat together at the at the 
TV uh, table. Uh, no, I wouldn't allow that at all. Well, you know, I think that uh, I think that you know the culture has changed by a lot of different um, reinforcers, starting with Hollywood, which is basically owned by uh, we know Hollywood, and then we look at our fake of the media, the Fox. News, Murdoch, we know who he is. Then we look at uh, other avenues, look at our politicians. Uh, Most politicians are in the pocket of the same people. And then if we look at the corporations, the corporations are also owned by the same people. And so when you start going back, you look at every aspect of our society and how it's being controlled. Same international banking families, and we look at what has happened with uh, since uh, Trump has gotten in office. Here's he's done some good and all that, and and I'm not a I'm not a political advocate, but I am. I'm glad that Hillary didn't get in there because I know that Donald Trump is a puppet of Netanyahu. I mean, all you have to do is watch him when Netanyahu's in the same room with him and licking his boots. And yeah, so, pretty, pretty pathetic, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And Mike Pence is the same way, you know. Who is the same way? Um, Vice President Mike Pence. Mike Mike Pence. Oh, Mike Pence. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a lap dog. Yeah, very much so. <clears throat> so, like you said, there are very few of us left uh, that are taking a, uh, taking a biblical stance on biblical uh, theology, and, uh, soteriology, and uh, election and predestination and the absolute sovereignty of God in all things. Most churches out there in mainstream society are what I call free will conditionalists. They want, we've all often said, Chris, uh, I like the way you put it, uh, they want to have a hand in everything. Yeah, it's sad commentary. Uh, That's why we're a remnant saved by grace. And they'll find, uh, if this is the, the grand delusion the the free the free will approach at salvation. I got a, a wonderful, uh, uh, very true uh, statement that was was laminated and sent to me by a brother, uh, Lynn Terry. You, you want to hear? It's not very long. Yeah, he he actually gave a copy of that to me and to Mark. But be, read it. We want to hear it. Oh, okay. That's meditation. Yes. Yeah, this is uh, this this tells you, you you don't do anything you 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 have no hand you nothing, uh, but with respect to good or evil, as I said before, the Lord hath everlastingly established all that ever He meant to do, and no more will He do. To the end of the world, to any people He hath chosen in His Son, the Lord in Christ from everlasting hath set down. Peremptorily, that that is absolutely what he will do for you, and there are no intervening acts and carriages of years that make any alteration in him at all to cross out what he hath written and to put in what he hath left out. He doeth nothing to his people upon conditions in them, as if he referred himself still to those conditions and suspended what he meant to do to them till he perceived how they would carry themselves to him. Well, there you go. We didn't, we had nothing to do with it. (laughs) We kind of feel a little helpless. Our egos are helpless here. (laughs) That's right. Right, that's a very good uh, statement. In fact, I remember, uh, 
I remember Lynn Terry telling me, you know, he said, this is one of my favorite uh, favorite things. He says, I like to carry this with me everywhere and read it every once in a while. That, oh, yeah. Uh, it says it's good. Whole. Well, it's the pretty- universalism of the Arminian anti-gospel, the reason it attracts the masses is because it is all-inclusive. You know, under that false gospel, they say that all men have the ability to believe in Jesus, and anyone by their free will can do so. But under the true gospel, salvation is exclusive to those whom God has chosen for salvation. And so, you know, those people can't believe if it has not been given to them. See, that's where... That's where they got the free will gospel takes away expanding control over eternal life. And this Armenian God is not found in the Bible. I can't find it. All the scripture that I see says it's not of him that willeth nor of him that runneth, but God showeth mercy, you know. And then of course in the Roman Catholic Church they have an anti-gospel. And then you, you see as things progress, uh, the whole Arminian was promoted to people like Charles Finney and, and John and Billy Graham, Dave Hunt, Chuck Wilson, Chuck Slindahl, Chuck Smith, and Hank Anagraph. You can go on and on and on. But like you said, we are a remnant. But Arminianism is a seduction. It is a seduction. And that seduction began in the Garden of Eden. Where yeah, the serpent, it goes all the way back to there. Yeah, where the serpent deceived Adam and Eve in the eating of the fruit that would give them knowledge of good and evil. And he told them, you shall be as God. So, yeah, it's uh, really interesting. You always quote a scripture, Chris, and I love it when you do that because the scriptures preceding the scriptures that you quote are the ones the Armenians use, but you always like the one that follows. It's not of the will of the flesh, <laughs> but of God. Oh, you're, you're talking about uh, uh, John 6, verses uh, uh, 12, they like to read, but 13, they just cut it off after 12. That's right. Yeah, no, they need to read the whole the whole thing to qualify it. Yeah, and I would I would encourage him to read the whole chapter. Oh, absolutely. Uh, my, one of my favorites in that in that gospel. Yeah. Yeah, because he he says very clearly that all that the Father has given him will come to me, and all that come to me I will know why it's cast out. He says that goes on in that same chapter, and he says that they must be drawn by the Father. And you know, it's amazing. People don't want to hear in, in 65, therefore said I unto you that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my Father. Well, these people think that they are the ones that select. Christ, and uh, but no, I really like John six. I love John seventeen as well, and uh, we've talked about Romans nine before. When you get into the discussion of Romans nine, oh, um, well, that's pretty that that's pretty much where people take a hike is when you get into Romans nine. Yeah, it's, uh, sadly, oh, they don't want to hear Romans nine. Or if they do, they uh, misinterpret it and, and, and change it around radically to where it makes no biblical sense at all. All right, they make it nations rather than individuals. Yeah. And even even if it is nations, uh, which it isn't, but even if it were, it doesn't change the tenure thereof. God hated 
Esau and he loved Jacob before either one of them were born while yet in their mother's womb. And the reason he did it was that the purpose of God according to election was in not of works but of him that call it. <laughs> okay, so that's kind of where <clears throat> this whole doctrine uh either either uh stands or falls in the eternal counsels of God, doesn't it? Yeah, you know everybody's all dead. Spiritually speaking, you look at everyone, if you're in the city, everyone really, they're walking. They seem like they're alive physically. Spiritually, they're dead unless they're they're one of God's elect, which is highly remote. It's such a remnant. But then through through all time, through all these 14,000 years or what have you, I believe it's a relatively short earth, God has saved quite a number, a number that John can't count on the on the on the beach there. But uh today you see a you go you might go to a to a basketball game and everyone's screaming and shouting, but ninety five percent of them or more are dead spiritually. They appear to have life, but they there's no life in them because God hasn't hasn't quickened them spiritually. Right, right. Well, I think also the reality of the <laughs> educational system has had a <clears throat> mind-controlling, bending effect not only on uh, the people that have been involved in the upper echelons of graduate-level instruction, but, you know, when you look at um, Darwinian evolutionary thought, and then you go back to Colossians, and it says that uh, by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things created by him and for him, and then we have on the other side in our educational system a denial that it even exists. Well, that's more evidence of, of the evil one that controls the whole whole genre, be it uh, uh, education, politics, religion, everything in this yeah. in this sin cursed earth that's grown up to be just as wicked as it was as as it's always been i don't know if it's i don't know if there's such a thing as progressive wickedness if you're outside of christ you're outside of christ if you live no matter what century you lived in you well, you're, you're, you're there seems to be a a indicator of the uh the uh version the increase of perversion in Romans 1 because he says that it starts with the fact that it says that they changed the glory. <clears throat> um, it says because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful but became vain in their imagination. Their foolish heart was dark and professed themselves to be wise. They became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like the corruptible man, the birds and forks the beasts and so on. And then it says the result of that was God gave them up to their uncleanness and so on. And then it says they changed the truth of God into a lion, worship and serve the creature more than the creator. And we see this wickedness as a result, because it says that then that God gave them up to vile affections. And so we see the preponderance of this. Uh, it seems to be it seems to be somewhat progressive, doesn't it? Well, it seems to, because there, as technology and, and the Bible itself says, and, and, and knowledge will be increased in Daniel, 
it yeah. does allude to uh the more as time as time uh comes to pass uh man man in his in his so called wisdom creates greater vehicles to do what appears to be greater sin, but sin is sin. That's right. That's right. Yeah, there's no... Ultimately. Yeah, James makes that clear. He says if you sin in one point, you're guilty of of committing all of them. That's that's correct. So if you... um, if, If I met you on the street, I may have just lost you. Can you still hear me? I hear you. Okay, my screen just did a little screw up on me, so I'll have to check it out. But um, if if I were to meet you on the street, Chris, and <clears throat> and we got into a conversation, and and I was obviously very much searching for truth, and I ask you, well, what is your what is your definition of truth, Chris? Uh, what do you see as your ultimate? What do you see as your ultimate reality, Christopher? What would your that response? Would just, that would just be more proof of what I've asked God for, and He does it all the time. I asked Him to put people in my path that I can share the truth of of Jesus Christ. Right, and uh, and He would He fulfills that quite quite a bit, and I get about a ninety percent percentile approval rating of just for mere strangers I, I it's uncanny i can't i can't understand this but the, the but but our lord seems to seems to allow me to to uh prosper in this in this particular thing so i would immediately well, if you if you gave that away i generally introduce it myself with strangers and they're right. and they're pretty much uh pretty much uh uh open to what I have to say and follow what what i where i sh- i share for them to go to sermon audio maybe to uh, uh pastor uh you know one o one short sermon on the real gospel and and they they jot it down and they they sound interested and you know but uh but if someone was to come to come to me and i know i would know you know that Actually, anyone that I, that I cross paths with, I believe that God has put them in my path for this very purpose. Now, I've never—I've rarely had people ask me this question, like you're talking about. But if you were to do that, would that would be almost a—that that seems to me like that would just be a a, a given that 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 would be a hundred percent. But I don't know. That's again, you you could turn away and. I might misrepresent the the the, the, the truth uh, uh, somehow and uh, err in my conviction and not not help add to well I don't do anything except share what I know from God's word but but uh, the question is what would I do I just do the same thing I do with with everybody because we all came into this world alone and we're all going to leave alone. You know, and it reminds me of the person that had no one at his funeral. Oh, and how sad that was. No, he, if he was in Christ, he, uh, the moment he died, the angels took him to, like the like the poor man, he, he immediately went to go be with the Lord, you know. Uh, or sleep, or sleep until, the Christ, until Christ returns. I'm not too sure about that. the timing of, of that, or if we're subject to time, like, like soul sleep, but it really ultimately doesn't matter. Uh, the next waking moment is with the Lord, so it makes no difference specifically well, you know, this, what happens. This, this, this broadcast is going out all over the world, and I know that there are probably going to be some people that have in their mind, you know, what is the same thing that the same thing that Pilate said to Jesus. You know, what is true? You know, and so here's your opportunity to share the gospel. <laughs> well, he had truth standing right in front of him, <laughs> but his yeah. but his his eyes were holding like so many, so many people 
that live live a life on this earth and die, and their eyes are still holding to, to the truth. So God puts us in different places at different times for the same purpose, ultimately to glorify him, to share the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's that's really the only endeavor at my age that that I really have a feel I have a purpose for anymore. I could go get in business or do things, but but extracurricularly, but I have no I have no intention of doing anything, but just but just standing on my laurels or resting in my laurels, resting in Christ, and 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 having the opportunity on occasion. Sometimes I'll get a couple people a day. Sometimes no one. But but for the most part, it's it it, it seems to be an occupation for me that I'm glad I'm glad for. It, it sustains a uh, a, a, a motivity in me, you know, that does right. sustain me. Because there's there's nothing more there's nothing greater I think we can do than be commissioned to share the truth with those who are without. That's a blessing from God that He He puts that upon us, and that's a, quite a gift. To, to, to yeah, to have... the reality of the reality of it is the gospel is very purposeful. In other words, God's purposes are eternal, and he didn't have an afterthought after Adam and Eve fell in the Garden of Eden. It wasn't off the gate. Um, God, in his divine sovereignty, ordained that the fall and for the purposes of redeeming a certain group of people to himself called his elect. And, of course, when when he, Scripture tells us that he came to save his people from their sins. Well, he didn't. He didn't come into this world, you know, just to make it a possibility that all people could accept him. <laughs> that wasn't. That's not yeah. the gospel. No, the gospel, not at all. The gospel is really clear, and I. You know, I, I've heard this referred to often as the golden chain of salvation. I want to just read it because it's only five oh, verses. Well, Romans uh, 28 and beyond, yes. Yeah. Actually, if you read, uh, if you re- read uh, 29 through 35, uh, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren, whom over, moreover whom he did destinate. Then he also called, and whom he called, then he also justified, and whom he justified, then he also glorified. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. Who is he that condemned them? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword, is written? For in all thy sake we are killed all the day long, we are punished. In all these things we are more than conquerors. So he says, and I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Verse 39. So I just read Romans 8, 8, 29 through 10 very important verses that very standard uh, description of the gospel. Very uplifting. Oh, and by the way, uh, knowing there are no rewards per se that, that the Arminian teaches, they've misconstrued that. 
I know that I'm not get, I'm not doing anything. I'm only doing my my God given duty. You know, it's kind of like what. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think of a verse that Paul uh, Paul mentioned something, but uh, to this effect. But my point is, it's not. It's, I'm not. I'm not self-aggrandizing. There's nothing in that for me. Right. Right. It's, it's yeah. I don't look at it like, gee, I'm gonna. Gee, I'll be in a higher place in heaven. No, no. I just want to go to heaven, and I'm only doing the will of what God has impressed upon me to do, and not and not as a result of. I would never walk away and say, "Oh, and you know, uh, many like in an Arminian service. Oh, and many were saved. A thousand people came down, you know, and did that. Whatever." you know, accepted Christ and walked down the aisle and, and said the magic words, you know, that's not in the book. Uh, no, I don't attribute anything to myself. I, I, I know the verse. I'm thinking, I, I, can, I can, I think I can paraphrase it. I'm still, uh, I, I, even just because I did my duty, I'm still a, a miserable servant, really. Right. Do you follow me? Right. Yeah, yeah, that's how I look at it. In other words, <laughs> if God is... God has designed me, and, and I've ultimately found this out, that, that the greatest joy I get is seeing someone come or appear to come to the gospel, the truth. That That is reward enough in itself, because we are to, knowing the terror of the Lord, we are to attempt to persuade men, you know, because hell is a horrible thing forever, and, you know, but as far as any any uh, anything being attributed to myself, no, I don't want any of that. You know, yeah, again, you basically, be, you basically just quoted First Corinthians chapter one, verses thirty and thirty-one. But of Him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God has made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification, and redemption. That according as is written, He that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not. Yeah, that's what we're saying. It's, it's all. I think pride. for any for anybody to attribute any good work to themselves, I think the Lord would just just go ahead and bring up ten horrible sins of theirs or, or, to, to them would, or and other residents would, in heaven. If it worked, if it worked that way, it doesn't work that way. Thankfully, you know. Yeah, or he might just, you know, cause us to. Uh, Stumble and fall once in a while to show our own total oh, absolutely. adequacy and dependency upon Him. Yeah, we have nothing to boast about. In other words, that, that right. Oh, gee, I got people to uh, understand the free grace right. somehow. Well, I'm not sure they did. I, I pray they do. Right. You know, if if I, but I'm an empty vessel, a conduit, as it were in my approach to try and try and help put on their minds the reality of the of the true of the true gospel but as far as attributing anything to myself i'm just a miserable servant because Absolutely. i did i if i did my do if i did if i did my duty as a christian that is to promulgate the or to or to share the you know the Great Commission. Then that's it. I, I don't get any. I don't get any merit badges for that. And there's <laughs> nothing to boast. There's nothing to boast about. No. Because <laughs> I think I think for every time we boast, we get about ten, ten things that are negative that can, that can that can come forth. Absolutely. So I don't want I don't want that. So again. Understanding is everything. Understanding that there is no, there are no rewards. So what? What is it? What's so great about me? Nothing. Quite the contrary. Go. You know, yeah, I'm a sinner saved by grace. That's and right. I, and I just try to try to complete the, the great commission in in those that God puts in my pathway. I right. asked for it, and He's delivered. He's delivered that. It's faith. He really has. It's amazing, you know. Well, so he's given me a purpose in my older age. Here, I want to thank you for 
coming on tonight and helping my <clears throat> I get tired of doing all the talking on these sermon audio broadcasts. This will be on sermon audio later, posted later. It's been about I try to keep these uh, right at an hour. It's been an hour and one minute. We have a final song that we're going to sing before we conclude the broadcast tonight. I want to thank the guests that have joined us as well. And uh, <clears throat> feel free to come back and join us. We're going to be having this, the Lord being in the matter, every Saturday night. And also we're going to have Sunday night broadcast. And then we're going to, we always have a Monday night talk show. Usually we talk about um, the Bible, uh, about biblical uh, concepts, or we link current events to a biblical interpretation of it. So we have a final selection. What's the number? 417 out of the old school hymnal. And uh, Mark and Rosette, say say hello to everybody. Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> 417. We're going to sing was with an everlasting love. This kind of solidifies what Chris and I have been talking about. Mark, you want to start that? Yeah. Was with an everlasting love that God is all electing grace before he made the or upon her you shall us place. Long ere the sun's refulgent ray, primeval shades of darkness drove. They upon his favorite most in light, love with an everlasting love. Then in his love and his decrease, Christ and his bride appear as one. First in my imputation his. While she in spotless splendor shone, oh love, how high thy glory swell! How great and beautiful and free! Ten thousand sins, as black as are swallowed up, O love, by thee. Believer, here thy comfort stands from first to last, salvation's free. And Everlasting wonderment and everlasting song. Well, I'm going to go ahead and conclude the broadcast. Chris, thanks again for for being with us tonight. I I really enjoyed it, brother. Well, likewise, brother. I I I, I wondered if uh, the Sunday uh, talk show is going to be a, a a broadcast of the sermon of uh, of Brother Michael, and how's he doing, by the way? He's having a hard time. Uh, he's having an awful lot of pain, um, and he's still not gotten back um, some of his feeling in his right thumb, and it should have come back by now. So there there seems to be some issues. I don't. I haven't talked to him in a day or so. He is having service tomorrow. He will be on Facebook Live tomorrow with the service. And then he places those Facebook Live sermons over on Sermon Audio, on his Sermon Audio broadcast. So that will be available. We are going to be having a fellowship service here tomorrow night at uh, 6 o'clock Central Time. Uh, I think that's 4 o'clock your time. And uh, so we'll be live here again tomorrow night. and. Feel free to join, Chris, and I extend oh, I, that as well. I extend that yeah. as well to Kevin and and anyone else who can help out with the service because I I need all the help I can get. So with that, I'm going to turn it because I don't want to go over on the talk show. I want to go. I don't want to lose the broadcast. You all have a good evening, and uh, Chris will probably see you tomorrow night. Lord willing, brother. Thanks for uh, maybe a little more notice ahead of time, but. But we can remember now Saturday is going to be, uh, I guess that's uh, three or six o'clock, uh, your, five yeah, o'clock I your apologize. time. I apologize. I apologize. I, uh, I took Mark and Rosette for a little ride, and um, I don't know, something hit me pretty hard. I don't know what it was, but I came home and crashed. 
And I was beginning to wonder whether I was even going to be able to have this service tonight, but the good Lord was faithful and gave me my energy back. So anyway, that's that's kind of why there was a delay on that. But anyway, uh, good night to all, and uh, Chris, I'll hopefully see you tomorrow night. All right. May, may God bless everyone. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.